Good evening, and welcome to Red Barn Radio. Wherever in the world you're listening, welcome to Roots Music Southern Style. Up on the mountain, you may have seen him. Where'd you come from? In the real world, from Crow Agency. Hell, that's just down the Good to have you with us on Red Barn Radio. I'm Brad Becker. 
We are celebrating the 20th season of Red Barn Radio, and tonight we welcome you to show number 750. That's three quarters of the way to 1,000, John. We got some great guests this evening. A, a few years ago, Julie Sheffs and Dave Hubner met in the Bighorn Mountains of Wyoming with one central thing in common, a love of all kinds of music and a thirst for making it. Along with Fernando Serna and Taylor Phillips, they have all knit their passions into the musical family that is a band called The Two Tracks, our guest this evening on Red Barn Radio. From their home in the postcard town of Sheridan, the band stirs western roots and wilderness philosophy into a stew of nourishing connection, cutting undeniable grooves in the road of Americana music with their new release, Cheers to Solitude. Sheridan, Wyoming quartet, the two tracks who understand the magic of mountains, bend genres into a sound laced with a hint of that high lonesome tradition. Welcome for their first Red Barn Radio appearance, the two tracks. Whiskey, please untie me From this past that binds me So I can leave it all behind me And be on my way Cause I am not who you think I am And I am not who you think I've been And you know I'm gonna change again And be on my way you're better off without me, dear. Better off with just a beer to chase the whiskey that's been sitting here right by my side. Whiskey, please. Thanks to WEKU, 
Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the financial support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's premier cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Tonight on Red Barn Radio, we have from Sheridan, Wyoming, The Two Tracks. The Two Tracks' self-titled 2016 debut was voted Wyoming's best album by Wyoming Public Radio. Their newest release, Cheers to Solitude, is produced by Will Kimbrough, who has worked the studio with the likes of Rodney Crowell, Josh Rouse, and Todd Snyder. This recent release garnered rave reviews from No Depression, Glide, and Relics Magazine. The two tracks is Julie Sheffs, Dave Hubner, Fernando Serna, and Taylor Phillips. Welcome the two tracks to the Red Barn stage.
here on Red Barn Radio with us tonight. Uh, two tracks is from Sheridan, Wyoming. You want to wow. start us off, Julie? Where I came from. Yes. <laughs> well, my roots are in Missouri. I actually grew up about five minutes away from Six Flags, down the road from the prison on a farm. Actually, right where kind of the Ozark Mountains start. So like river country, we'd always grow up canoeing down the rivers with my folks' friends. We'd all go camping. So um, that's something huh. that we still love to do in Wyoming. So I was there, and I went to college in Fort Collins and ended up moving up to Wyoming for a job uh, my former life as an archaeologist. That was my degree. So I did oh, survey work good. and excavations and traveled all over, um, bison kill sites and mammoth sites, and um, it's all high northern plains archaeology. So so that's what you went to college for? That's what I went to college for, yep. And did you develop that interest as a young person, I mean, as far back as, as high school or I, even younger? I didn't. I was actually inspired by an archaeology. I took Archaeology 101 and, um, all right. and my first semester, and I just um, loved it, and they have... They had opportunities for us. I actually was able to excavate on a bison kill site for um, most of my college. I was able to get credits doing that. Oh. A site in Windsor, Colorado, right outside of Fort Collins, in the middle of a subdivision, they put a tent over this excavation. <laughs> they bought the lot. The university bought the lot and put a tent over it. And so we were able to get credit hours. And just really fascinating. And my mentor, Larry Todd, he still means a lot to me. And we still keep in touch. He actually lives in Wyoming now as well. So just over the mountain from us. With the two tracks, where does your name come from? Well, there's a, a lot of two-track dirt roads out in Wyoming. And uh, I think that was the, the first thing that caught our mine gave us the gave julie the idea all, all my survey work we were always oh, all on, right we were always parked on a two-track road and you could just park right in the middle because you knew you weren't going to have anybody else coming down <laughs> that way <laughs>
Eastern slope of the Bighorn Mountains. We love it. Uh, both Taylor and Fred are from there, born and raised. We imported Dave about five years ago. We had him play cello on our first album. We hired him, and then I kind of liked him. So I said, "You want to move to Sheridan and join our band?" And and I'm glad he said yes. Right? Are we happy about that? When I grew up in high school, my friends all played guitar. We'd go camping and. So I got a guitar because I wanted to play all the cover songs they were playing. I just tried to keep up. What kind of music? Were you uh, well, the first I started taking guitar lessons. The first song I ever learned was "Bittersweet" by Big Head Todd, and then I was into all the Indigo Girl songs. I learned every Indigo Girl song I could I could find, and it just went from there. Then I got into, you know, Grateful Dead and Fish and all. You know, it's like late '90s. So the '90s is like my generation, right? So. Uh -huh. And then I took, you know, finger-picking lessons in college, and, and then I started playing open mics and just did a lot of solo stuff, all solo stuff, really, up until about 10 years ago when, when Fred and I, we started a band in town, and we kind of had some different bass players and guitar players, but we, you know, did covers, and then I started writing, and it developed from there, so. All right. Yeah. Well, how cool. Cheers to solitude, so nice to be in a shadow. Sometimes you feel it when you need to be by yourself and all alone. Fireplace is burning loud, it's something to stoke before the world burns. Thick skin, worn eyes. You don't have to get up for the sunrise. Lay your head in your bed. You can smell the roses when it's time. I like to be at home, 
about you dave why don't you uh, tell your story it's not quite as uh, romantic of a tale as growing up on a farm down the street from a prison but uh, <laughs> oh I, I, yeah right you know, it's hard I act mean, to follow so i grew up in los angeles we did live on a beautiful hilltop so i guess that was one nice thing about la there but uh my dad was uh, is a piano teacher or i guess he's retired now so i grew up from you know the youngest ages hearing piano in the house and my brother started playing. He was two years older than me, so he started at three or something or four, and so he started learning piano. And and uh, and then I actually learned piano was my first instrument from ages five to seven. And then I was like, I want to quit. My dad's like, All right, uh, well, do you want to play uh, cello? And I'm like, Sure, okay, you know, like what's that? <laughs> I f- sort of forget the details of how he just kind of convinced me that well just try this other thing man that's good Good job, uh, dad. yeah it took me to a concert and said you know what do you think of that guy he he could be your teacher you know and his name was marlon owen he teaches at biola university i'm just this little seven-year-old i'm like sure dad whatever you know like how much do i have to practice 
oh, we can start small, half hour a day, maybe, you know, like n- nothing too big. I'm like, okay, fine, I'm in. You know, then that turns into two hours a day before you know it, right? And uh, so I grew up doing classical music, playing cello, and went to like a, a high school for the arts and stuff like that. Um, got a scholarship and all that kind of thing. And then that rebellious spirit came back, and I disappointed a lot of people, including my parents. I like put my foot down in 11th grade, and I was like, "Nope, I am, I am done with this. I'm not. I do not want to go to a classical music school. I don't want to go to college for that. I, I do not want to do this." What do you want to do instead? Be a ski bum. Oh, yeah. with more Red Barn Radio after this break. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Red Barn Radio, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. Swing around to a do-si-do. 
Taylor Phillips. Where's your music background? I was born and raised in Sheridan, Wyoming. Okay. So I, I'm the local. I, uh, I moved out of there when I was 18 and went on to college. And uh, my whole youth was sports. My brothers both played with the Yankees in the 90s. And, huh? you know, like it was a kind of a um, sports all the time. But my mom was always music and it was always in the background. But sports was always the forefront. So I left Sheridan, Wyoming, and I went to uh, Eugene, Oregon to play baseball for college. Played my freshman year. Then my sophomore year, I threw my shoulder out. You, are you a, a left-handed pitcher? I was a left-handed pitcher, yep. Mm -hmm. That was very quick. <laughs> That's astute. So I threw my shoulder out, started hanging out with a bunch of guys that uh, played a lot of music. And uh, one year later, I moved down to Clearwater, Florida, and joined the Players School of Music, which is a school led by Jeff Berlin, the bassist, uh, jazz bassist. And I did that one year intensive and started up a band there and then ended up playing music for a living for about eight years. I moved back to Wyoming and kind of thought I was going to leave my music days behind me. And to do what? My family owns a rock quarry. Uh, we make big rocks into small rocks. Ah, there's <laughs> so uh -huh. that. Super, super exciting <laughs> stuff. Well, my dad uh, bought it back in 86 and uh, so it's been in the family for a long time and um, so I had a little bit of a backdrop to go back to uh, after finishing up music. And so I started doing that and kind of thought I wasn't going to play. I played guitar, by the way, I should mention. I had never played bass before. I was an electric guitar player in the band that I played in Florida and played for a living. And so I had never played bass. And Julie texted me and she was like, hey, we need a bassist. Can you play bass? And I said, no. And she said, will you? And I said, yes. <laughs> and, uh, so I went and bought some stuff and... Uh, <laughs> They threw me right in the fire, like right off the bat. We went on like a 15-day West Coast tour, and, you know, I had, uh, obviously we got some rehearsal time in, but I had never really performed a whole lot playing bass. Uh -huh. um, so, yeah, it was trial by fire, but I'm getting more and more comfortable with it all the time. And, uh, you know, I love traveling with these guys. They're amazing, and uh, we have a lot of good time. Yeah, I can see that. Mountains are empty.
right the road says why he went away to the woods he was looking for the meaning in his life and gary snyder writes those wild mountaineers they go up to find surprise you see it in their eyes i don't know much but the meaning that he had of this river of thought when i have the time to understand my mind that's why i'm lost in this canyon Fernando, Sarah, uh, Fernando, uh, tell us about you and your musical past. Well, first, I'm the seventh of a family, seven brothers, sisters, and my mom and dad moved from Mexico to Wyoming many years ago in the 50s. My dad was a musician, but it wasn't his profession in Mexico. It seemed like all my family were cooks, and they uh. all played music, and they could all sing. I was always so impressed by it. I loved music. Our whole family did. Always listened to it a lot. I just picked the drums because I loved the tones uh, of all the drums, and so when I was probably in fourth grade, uh, my, I'd go to Mexican dances with my mom and dad, and I'd sit at the end of the stage, and I'd watch the drummer, and I would watch what the kick pedal would do, and then I'd watch what the hi-hat would do and what the snare would do, and I just would think about it and think about it. So one day I told my dad, I said, I think I can do this. And so he bought me a used kit for $100. As it turned out, he knew all the guys in the Mexican bands that were in Billings, and they were superb. And one night, uh. Uh, one of them came up, and he said, I'd like you to sit in. And I was like, I, no, I can't do that. I How just, old were you at that time? I was a uh, sixth grader. So anyway, uh, they, they gave me that chance, and I was able to do it. And from then on, I'd have a drum kit set up in the living room. I was always the first one home from school, so I'd be playing. And, of course, they're really loud. No cymbals at that time, but just drums, they're loud. But all of my family, they were brothers and sisters, come from school. They'd sit down, my dad would sit down, and they'd just watch, and they'd listen. I'm very fortunate. I'm living a dream that I've always wanted to. My brothers and sisters and their family, they're always so supportive. I have family in Mexico that we keep in touch on Facebook. They're in bands, and really good bands, and so we're always talking back and forth. Uh, it's just a nice, uh, it's a nice thing. And then, or did I mention I love food? If I wasn't a musician, I uh -huh. would cook all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's 
Help us understand what it is about your region, or you know, about what it is living in the foothills of the Eastern Rockies. It's uh, all about the wildness. So, the West is—I've lived in California and Colorado, and now Wyoming—and uh, there are so many wild places that are <coughs> empty and remote and 
places where you don't see another person. And uh, one trip I did, I uh, went 12 days backpacking without seeing another person besides my trip mate. <laughs> for me, that's the, that's the thing that I love and, and holds a special place for me about the West is just being able to get away from people. <laughs> it is true, though. We only um, have about 20,000 people in our small town in Sheridan. And the closest uh. town... Billings is two hours north, and and Casper's two hours. Casper, Wyoming's two hours south. But it's like, and there's few little tiny towns on the other side of the Bighorn Mountains. But it's like we get this whole mountain <laughs> range to ourselves. We often feel like, but still have a thriving community with a really great historic downtown, and um, a lot of artists have retired there. Um, the first polo field ever was is in Sheridan, Wyoming. Huh. So it's a uh, very centered around the horse. And it has a lot of uh. horse um, culture and a lot of history with that. So We're kind of familiar um, with that here, yeah. We're less than a half an hour from the Crow <laughs> Reservation. There's a lot of yeah. Native American history there. Um, the Battle of the Little Bighorn is just up the road from us. And it's also a center point for us to go home and ha- be with our families and, you know, have that quiet time for us and our lives and our families. And, and then when we traveler go on the road we're in it we're kind of in a central area where we can go out west pretty easily get out there in a couple days it's a hop skip and a jump to the west coast we did have to get on a plane to come out here but we have driven out here for a tour before too which was really great to just go through all the regions and experience all the different cultures and and food right fred food that's very important like number one What can I hope to find on the other side of this life? What can I hope to see on the other side of this life? Can it be any more beautiful than the Pacific Ocean? Can it be any more magnificent than a redwood tree? Can it be any more beautiful?
tell you a story. Yeah, break it right down. Make you warm and cozy when death's coming around. But it's only a story, and you know that's true. Cause heaven is right here, my friends, staring back at you. Can it be any more beautiful? Can it be any more magnificent? Can it be any more beautiful? Can it be any more magnificent? to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the financial support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's premier cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky and by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. More at wookoutamerica.com. Red Barn Radio, Roots Music, Southern Style, the best music from the roots of the South, and sharing this music with the world. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Kathy Stamps. Wow, there's so many people to thank for our program tonight. First, the two tracks, our guests this evening. Glad you guys could be with us. I want to thank, too, our volunteers and staff who make our production happen so beautifully each and every week. Thank you for listening to our webcast, watching us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch and those listening to us on the network of Red Barn stations and media worldwide. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. And now once again, please welcome back the two tracks to the Red Barn stage. Touched by little fingers of a man Playing in the kitchen She wears a princess dress Fairy woman Printing dreams at me Spin a favorite song tonight Keep those memories close inside alone 
drops his toes Hasn't got the beat yet But he's grinning with listening Stands up proud and laughs out loud Then falls upon the floor When the music ends, he's asking
Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC.